You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the common man's podcast. But I came here for just one drink. It's Cross the Line 1524. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table 12, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right. Cross the line, 1524. All right, so welcome to Cross the Line, 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. And we are... The best side, the 15th side. <laughs> Got you this time. Jeff Montag. My gardener. Scotty Bourbon. And you're the worst side. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Dwayne sounds a little drug out there tonight when he did that. Well, so it's like he's like he was mad he was Dwayne Bischoff. Oh, <laughs> well, it's because it's a week night. We all got to go to work tomorrow. It's a two. This has got to be the first time we've ever podcasted on a Tuesday night. I think it is. I think this we've is done a new... some weeknights, but I don't know. If I we've don't done think Tuesday. we've ever done a Tuesday. First usually, time for everything. Usually we're on the downhill slide. It's a Wednesday or Thursday, and right. then it's only a day to the weekend. But yeah, this is a makes a long way to the weekend. It does. So we're uh, at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, a little speakeasy outside of Brookville, Indiana, where we secretly and ceremoniously record a podcast. So what's in everybody's glasses? I got a little minor case, rye. Yeah, I'm freezing. I'm doing a little beam and seven up. There we go. I'm just drinking water. What the? Stop the presses. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me drink gin. So ain't I, gin I, clear? Yeah, I think he's fibbing to us. That could be gin or vodka. We'll know in an right. hour. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Bourbon, how about you? I'm drinking some Coke with a little bit of Evan Williams in. There we go. There we go. And I've got some minor beam as well. So a little uh, minor bean case from our friends at Limestone Branch Distillery. There's a full bottle on the bar. We had to open it. We had it. to open that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I just saw where they got done doing another photo shoot for some Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah I did. That's yeah, pretty cool. I think, uh, Stephen Stephen was Beam, up yeah. in Alaska, and yeah. then he went like directly from Alaska to overseas somewhere over yeah. europe or yeah i know they do a lot of stuff over there it seems like so i'd like to see what his air miles have been the last year or two it's been crazy man been crazy and then and Stephen fonte's driving miles oh goodness yeah because he's right. all over the place crazy you can always tell when Stephen beam's gone because fonte has pictures of him and all the dogs, all the dogs. yeah yeah so it's all good it's all good so i just uh, some quick notes it's been kind of a couple crazy weeks for us uh, so this last podcast you heard was a repeat of a podcast we did way back in 2020. And Carrick once again commented, it was so cool to hear that because he hadn't heard it before. Right. And then he commented on how much our um, quality has improved since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, And I do, when I listen to some of those, I cringe a little bit, but it was a totally different system and uh, it was all we could do to get four mics up, let alone six. So. That was still back with the old lead-in song. I that think, was, too, wasn't it? yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That was uh, that was way back, 2020. That's the first year we started, man. That's hard to believe. That's three years already. Yeah, so That's crazy. Let's kind of recap what's been going on here. So, Dwayne, you were tractor show tractor show this last weekend this is the first weekend in a long time that i had a tractor show where i didn't work there we just kind of goofed off so we had the grandkids there and uh, each grandkid had their little tractors i had three of them down there um so my daughter drove one i drove one my wife drove one um just a nice nice three days of just doing nothing got to camp out with a couple fine young men who helped do some smoking and some cooking for us so one of them maybe phil from texas may be down maybe so stopping maybe down. stopping down tonight yeah, so. i learned one thing you don't need four pork butts to feed 20 people that's what he said he said <laughs> we still got we still had a leftover after saturday oh, night. oh goodness we had pork butt friday then we had plenty of leftovers so we had it saturday and we had plenty of leftovers so dody bagged up a bag and gave everybody to take home with them that's so. awesome awesome but hey it's all good good jeff what you been up to oh just working and uh did take a, a work trip to philadelphia and back and start went up there and started some riots and left cool so did you but, bring us uh, so many well that was apples i wouldn't want one anyway yeah we cleared <laughs> that place out but we're all sold out by now y'all sold out yeah cool but nothing 
And then you big. had the church, the, the chicken yeah, dinner. I had the chicken dinner Sunday, so that all went well. It's all good. Had a very nice weather day. Cool. Sure. Cool. Magic Mike, you been dancing lately, or what you been doing? <laughs> no, actually, last week we went to, on a trade show day up in Indy. Yeah, we know you did. <laughs> and then I kind of sent a picture to just a couple people. And yeah, so Mary's favorite <laughs> restaurant, of course, is up in Indianapolis. And um, they have that great shrimp cocktail, St. Elmo's. St. Elmo's. So we get a picture of an empty tray of shrimp cocktail. <laughs> Didn't say where it was at, but you could tell where it was from. So Mary, I can't repeat on the air the words she had for you. <laughs> but Mike said, so you were at the sister restaurant, I was though. At, yeah, I was at Harry and Izzy's. Harry and Izzy's, which is right <clears throat> attached to it. But you said the cocktail it wasn't as good. Wasn't as good. Yeah, it's because it Mary and I me. weren't there. You didn't invite anybody else. Well, I could have. It's all good, though. <laughs> Scotty Bourbon, how about you? I just work, eat, and sleep. I've been traveling quite a bit for work. Uh, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. And before that, it was Pennsylvania. Uh, installing some equipment, but other than that. Cool. Trying to rest start up any riots? Weekend. You start, start any riots? No, no. no. Did you put any in any Amish sheds? <laughs> any equipment in any Amish sheds or anything? No. <laughs> oh, so <coughs> excuse me. I've had a couple, a uh, few busy weeks. So last week, of course, was the tractor show. I hauled a tractor down there, but I didn't get to spend much time <laughs> besides old man's breakfast there. On um, Friday night, I was part of the acoustic final Friday at Metamore, which was awesome. We actually packed the place sold out and out of the food in like an hour had uh, 13 acts it was just phenomenal wow that's good um, so we're going to keep that up then saturday night uh dave dugan who uh, is a comedian has been on the bob and tom show numerous times been on hbo comedy central um he was in town in Menomore at the opera barn and i took care of doing the sound for that uh so that take my saturday night up Friday during the day, I had taken off to go to the tractor show. I ended up instead speaking to a bunch of students via Zoom at Brea College in Brea, Kentucky, about internet radio and podcasting, oh, really? which cool. was really cool. Um, I have or had on my on the station a syndicated show called Countdown Americana. Uh, the gentleman that puts that together is a teacher at Brea College. And uh, he asked if I would speak to the class about internet radio and what I saw as the future in radio. So that was pretty cool. Huh. Um, we got done talking. There was a little question and answers. And, and you can tell the age difference. And it makes me think of uh, some more things we need to do marketing-wise. But they were all about TikTok, you know, marketing through right. TikTok, which, I mean, it's all I can do to get it out on Facebook. And they're like, oh, yeah, TikTok. So yeah. I need to spend a little bit more time, which I don't have, on TikTok stuff. So um we may have to hire a tiktok advisor you know anybody jeremy <laughs> there we go jeremy from two shots on the barrel did you see pictures of them at the ham ham days down there yeah. <laughs> those guys were having a hoot oh, yeah that's how just so you guys know that's how we look during the tractor show but we don't take no pictures we're smart enough we don't take photos <laughs> goodness goodness so i know that for the last couple shows jeff has had a topic that he's been wanting to talk about. Oh, he's ready. And he's, he's it's the first time ever. He's got his topic out, and he's like, come on, get it to me, get it to me. <laughs> yeah, and you wouldn't let me do it last time. So uh, now it's no, 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 oh, wait a minute, no, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think the word the decided, word decided that not to. it was a little too late in the glass. Oh, there's no do doubt it. about that. <laughs> <laughs> Might have been some rum. Involved. Yeah, there was a little, the, the glass was way too empty to yeah, get into we were, that subject. We did one. We did one earlier that took plenty long enough, and to for us to get pretty deep into the liquid. Cool. So, what you got for us? So, you know, a lot of people have probably heard about this, but um, you know, if if not, and if uh, actually, been, actually, Jeff, there probably hasn't been anybody heard about. You know, it's it been at pretty quiet hardly. the last couple of weeks. Yeah, there was a little blurb about this, and this whatever, should be national news, but. You know, if you have uh, sinus problems or you've had the flu and tried to deal with your, you know, clearing, decongest, decongest your sinuses or have allergies and use some of these decongestants and you wonder why this stuff doesn't work, well, it might be because the FDA panel, according to the USA Today, declared decongestant phenylephrine. That's is the main ingredient. Ineffective. 
yep. is ineffective. So the Food and Drug Administration assembled a board of advisors who determined that the most popular decongestant ingredient on the market is not actually effective in treating nasal congestion. They unanimously voted Tuesday declaring, this. so this is two weeks ago, declaring ingredient phenylephrine to be no more effective than a placebo pill. According to review materials shared by the agency. They don't do too much unanimous at all. You know. No. No. So phenylephrine can be found in most over-the-counter medications meant to target congestion, including name brands such as Sudafed and Dayquil, and became the primary ingredient following a 2006 law limiting access to the older pseudoephrine. I think I got that right. Close enough. Which can be processed to create methamphetamine. So back then what happened was that product went behind the counter. Yep. You had to show an ID and then you were limited on how much you could purchase that you could get. So they put this other product out on the shelf. You could buy it out just right off the shelf. Uh it has been called into question multiple times in the past, including once in 2007. It's now 2023. So for, for you, it was slow in math. That's 17 years ago, 16 years ago. Well, it, was, it was basically when it came out when yeah. they put the, right. put the other stuff behind the counter. The FDA allowed the drug to stay on store shelves at that time pending further research, but this week's findings may finally prompt the organization to demand Johnson & Johnson, Bayer, and other drug makers to pull those oral medications completely, the Associated Press reported. While this outcome could lead to the FDA pulling phenylephrine from the federally approved list of pills and liquid decongestants, it is unlikely consumers will see an immediate impact, especially because the panel vote is a suggestion but not a binding agreement to determination so a couple weeks ago i happened to be riding out here with Dwayne. i had him pull in the cvs and i went in and the stuff is still on the shelves and they're still so these companies have made billions yeah you, you go back to 2007 these companies have made billions of dollars i think hundreds of billions probably right on a product they know, they know it does work. not work. That they know doesn't work. The information actually gets worse. So it says even if phenylephrine versions of this drug remain on the shelves for a while longer more than, the, than a prior study has found, it offers no detectable benefit beyond what a placebo can provide. So a prior study that I looked up that was published in uh 2016 said the objective of the study was to evaluate the uh, efficacy and safety of peh 30 milligram modified release tablets in patients with nasal congestion caused by allergic rhinitis in a multi-center randomized double-blind placebo-controlled two-arm parallel group study the methods used were eligible adults at least 18 years old with documented hypersensitivity to fall pollen allergies were randomized to PHSMR or placebo every 12 hours for seven days from August 30th to October 12th. That was done in 2011. This study is from 2011. The results of 575 patients, 288 received PHMR and 287 received placebo. No significant beneficial difference was detected between PHMR and placebo for the primary endpoint. Likewise, no significant differences were observed for most secondary endpoints or quality of life. So again, since 2011, they, this this is 
common knowledge. This is an old news. With the group, and, and certainly with the, the makers and the FDA, by the way. Overall, here, get this. Overall, 89 of 575 patients equally distributed between the PHMR and the placebo groups experienced at least one treatment emergency adverse effect. So something that 100% is not working, but there's adverse effects. Side effects. Over 15% of these individuals had an emergency episode for side effects. The conclusion of the study uh, was that the PHMR30 MG tablets taken orally every 12 hours for seven days is not more effective than placebo in relieving nasal congestion caused by allergic rhinitis. Okay, so that comes from the American College, uh, College of Allergy, Asthma, and Immunology. Crazy, now, crazy. Quick, before we before we go ending too far, we talked about the emergency, the emergency situations for some people. The side effects for phenylephrine. One thing, it raises the blood pressure. Okay, so that's one of the side effects. So serious side effects, it says, along with its needed effects, phenylephrine may cause some unwanted effects, although not all of these side effects may occur. If they do occur, they may need medical attention. So check with your doctor and all that stuff. So incidents not known. Blurred vision, chest pain or discomfort, difficult or labored breathing, dizziness, fainting, fast, slow or regular heartbeat, headache, nausea or vomiting, nervousness, pain in the shoulders, arms, jaws or neck, pounding That's in crazy. the ears, Sweating. If I wanted to buy a drug to do all that, I couldn't. Right. <laughs> Tightness in the chest. Unusual tiredness. So, yeah, it has absolutely no effect except for bad effects. Bad side effects. And they've known it. Again, this is our FDA and the pharmaceutical industry. The pharmaceutical industry. They've right. known this for years and years. And they're still selling it on the shelves today. Right, that's the biggest the yeah. biggest gripe of it all is it's still out there. And the other thing is... Why hasn't mainstream media... I know the answer... The answer is they're in the pockets of yeah. Big Pharma. I mean, Big Pharma, how much money is spent every evening on drug commercials? Yeah, I mean, and don't what, watch anything and, and watch any show on TV and you'll get at least four or five drug commercials. And some of the ones are... And and if you have this, I, I'm, so, I'm not meaning to pick on it, but... I don't know anybody that does, but the one where the eyes are, you're, there's eyes you're bulging or something. How, I mean, is there that much profit in that drug that it can be on two or three times a night on national TV, which it's not cheap commercials running commercials, but they're pushing this drug of something that so I've never heard of. The reason they're pushing it is because doctors don't. Well, yeah. That the, all those commercials are on there because you go in, and you ask go your in, doc. and you start asking your doctor for it. Can I get this pill? Can I get this pill? Well, so how many of you guys have have bought some of these products off the shelf? And well, what do you got there, Jeff? So the ones I pulled out of my cabinet was uh, Sudafed sinus congestion. Yep, probably. Uh, Nyquil severe cold and flu. Yep. Uh, Dayquil, Nyquil tablets. Yep. Sure. All those had. I'd say everybody here has. Yeah. Yep. Yes. In there. Plus others. I've, but but I, I will say that it's never that hasn't worked for that. What the thing that works for me for nasal decongestion? Neti pot. Neti pot. Yep. So. 100%. So I have never I have never got the products from behind the counter. I never bothered to go and get my ID out and then right. make a little note of how much I got. I just well, I just get this stuff off the shelf. Yeah, you in your mind you're thinking it's just a lower dosage of what you're getting right. behind the can counter. Can you still get the other one? Well, yeah, yeah, you, you can, can still, still get it, the, but you got to give your ID. And that's the pseudoephedrine. Right. Uh, hey, I got it right that time. Pseudoephedrine. You can you have to ask for yeah. it, and it's limited on how much you can get, and you can go to jail if you buy too much of it. Oh, and so there was there was a case there was a case where a guy who had historically bad allergies so he r routinely bought the the product with the uh, pseudoephedrine in it and 
and once his son was going to camp and his son son had the same problem so he wanted to make sure his son had enough to get him through the two weeks at camp and he had enough at his house for his allergies and two weeks later he was arrested and put in jail because he bought too much over a short time period over that short time period it's crazy. On a, on a funny note on that, there's a guy that's in federal prison probably right now because uh, back when I was towing cars, uh, they towed a gentleman in for possible drug possession. The officer told me what it was. So one day I went out and I popped the hood and there was a, a compartment that was hidden. And I, <laughs> and I knew where it was. And I told him, I said, I think there's something. He's like, well, go look. So I popped the hood. And sure enough, it was packed full of this Asuda, whatever, pseudofedrin or whatever. So I called the the officer up and he came over and they went and put the guy in jail <laughs> he was up to no good yeah he was yeah, up to no yeah. good because he had him buried in his car he had about like 60 packs of that stuff he wasn't up. using that to be as a decongestant no he wasn't doing it for allergies but yeah crazy that's absolutely crazy but, but I mean, and then and they wonder why the american public doesn't have trust in right in the fda and you know people well, go pushing. But the other know. thing I'd like to know, and I wonder if, who who would ever do it, is how many FDA officials or officials have profited from that drug? Exactly. Because My, just like the COVID vaccine, I mean, there's yeah. numerous NIH officials and FDA who have get cuts of that. They get a percentage. Why are you going to vote something now? Why are you going to stop something that's banking your so your payroll my other question would be how many drugs have been developed that would be effective that have been pushed off to the wayside yeah to keep this one in and oh, yeah. everybody's pockets and it probably doesn't cost anything to produce that either it's probably dirt cheap and and who does these studies for years and years is it a full-time job <laughs> well the fda i mean well, they pay yeah. for them I mean, yeah we pay I mean, for and it they can't come up with a conclusion sooner than well they did they, well, just they did they yeah, just but don't I mean, act how many on years it. no years, but, so, but they just don't act on yeah, it so that's those, a problem i think those Crazy. reports those reports were available to the people that matter for a long time but i think it. i think you know this is where you start getting whistleblowers and you start getting people inside start leaking this information out and it starts to become a, enough of an uproar that then the FDA says, "Oh, we better, we better, we better do, do something. something." So they they throw a study on it and they say, "Up, oh, yep, it's it's not effective." And they say, "Okay, well, we'll probably be taking it off the shelf before you know." In the next thirty years, hurry up and sell your supply. Sell your supply. <laughs> sell your stock yeah. in the warehouses. Yeah, crazy, crazy discounts. All right, so let's take a short break. We got some sponsors. We'll come back and we'll talk. Uh, let's talk about some salt water in the Mississippi River. We'll come back with Across the Line, 1524. Mark your calendars now for Saturday, October 14th. The Metamore Performing Arts presents the Oxford Folk Jazz Group. That's right. Doors open at 6 o'clock. Show starts at 6.30. There's food available. It's a great opportunity to see a great act at the Opry Barn in historic Metamore, Indiana. For ticket information, go to metamorempa.org and get your tickets now for the Oxford Folk Jazz Group. That's right. It's happening at the Opry Barn in Metamore, Indiana this Saturday, October 14th. Hope to see you there. Gilman Home Centers with 15 locations and growing and it's the fall of the year. That's right. You may need some leaf rakes or maybe leaf bags. Or maybe it's time to split that pile of wood and you need to rent a log splitter because you know what? The winters are coming. Are you a hunter? Gilman Home Centers also offers hunting licenses along with fishing licenses. That's right. Gilman's Home Centers, your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in downtown Batesville, Indiana, your place for all your cocktail needs whether it's beer wine spirits they've got it they've got your tequilas they've got your vodkas they've got your gins and of course your bourbons in fact they do barrel picks these are single barrels that have been hand selected by folks at batesville liquor code just for you not sure which spirit you want to try maybe you want to go to one of their tastings that's right they have a tasting area right there in Batesville Liquor Co. where you can try some of the new and upcoming uh, spirits, uh, 
new and upcoming bourbons, tequilas. They do it right there in the store. You want to find out when those are? Very simple. Go to their Facebook page, Batesville Liquor Co. They list any tastings they're doing. Uh, Normally, there's a couple a week. Stop in, say hi, do a tasting. Maybe you'll find a new cocktail that you're interested in. You know, they've got it all there. You've got RTDs. Do you know what RTDs are? That's the newest fad in cocktails. It's ready-to-drink cocktails already pre-mixed in a can. Pretty simple. It's getting ready to be boat season. You buy an RTD, you put it in a cooler on ice, and you've got it right there on the water with you. That's right. Go check them out. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. As always, tell them the Cross the Line 1524 crew sent you. Well, if you're looking to learn more about the bourbon country in probably the most unorthodox way you've ever heard it, you need to listen to Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. You can join the Bow Brothers, a couple of longtime goofy radio DJs from Kentucky, and learn more about what makes the heart of bourbon country so famous. You can listen to the Bow Brothers as they look to interview experts in the bourbon industry and other things that are truly unique to Central Kentucky, like wineries, craft breweries, caves, kayaking, you name it. It's Two Shots on a Barrel podcast with the Bow Brothers. You can find it on all of the major podcast platforms. Two Shots on a Barrel. You can learn more about Kentucky only the way the Bow Brothers can bring it on Two Shots on a Barrel podcast. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524. We've been in there uh, sniffing some, uh, what we got, uh, nasal decongestion, yeah, but yeah. it ain't doing nothing, Happy so nothing. We're, we're, we're okay. So, so, you know, you guys know the Mississippi River flows into the ocean. The ocean. The Gulf of Mexico. Gulf of Mexico. Yep. You ever thought about how the salt water doesn't come up the Mississippi River? How it stays down at the mouth and just in a little brackish area there? Because if you look on a map, it's on the bottom, so it's got to flow down, right? Is that what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. How'd Reuben get here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute now. I can see over the counter. <laughs> so, as, so there's been some issues with rainfall this year. Um so what normally happens is the pressure of the water coming down the Mississippi pushes against the salt water and keeps it intact vertically. There's a vertical line right. where the, the, they meet. So this year, there's been a record low amount of rain. So there's not as much water flowing down the Mississippi River at the same rate. So what's happened is salt water is starting to intrude. And instead of intruding like this, well, let's see if you can figure this out. So what happens when you jump into a freshwater? Dwayne, what happens when you jump into fresh water? I sink to the bottom. Sinks like a rock. Like a rock. What happens when you... Now, you probably do the same thing as salt water. I sink less so, like a rock. Less like a rock. There you go. There's where we're going with that. So what's happening is instead of the salt water pushing against horizontal or vertically against the fresh water, it's went down on the bottom and it's horizontally going underneath the salt, the fresh water, and working its way up the Mississippi River. So you might say, well, that's not a big deal. Well, guess what? Where do you think the fresh water plants suck their water from yep. along oh, the yeah. Mississippi River? Well, they drink by the bottom where it's supposed from to be From the bottom. Yeah, they got to mess so, with that salt. Yeah. So they're not set up for desalination at all. So there's uh, four parishes... Uh, um, and Mary, I love this. She heard this on a podcast yesterday. She's like, who's that goober talking? And I'm like, quiet, I'm listening. <laughs> so there's four parishes for people that don't know in New Orleans parishes or counties. So like 15 and 24. Right. So there's four parishes whose, desalinate, or whose watering plants are shut down right now. The only water they're getting and they can use is bottled water. You can't use tap water because it's coming. it would come out salt. Oh, so they wow. shut, shut the water processing plants down so i mean you can see how big of an issue this is starting oh, yeah. to be so one of the things i'm trying to do is bring water on barges down the river oh jeez shooting wow. it in to, to, to try to get that action of the fresh water to push against the salt oh, water wow. 
Wow. Uh, oh, but this is a bigger issue. Yeah, so this has been going on for several weeks. Uh, it's a pretty big issue. I mean, and once again, has anybody heard about that on the news? No, no. nothing. You know, things First that are I've important you don't hear about. No, it's got too big about, uh, uh, what's her name, the Swifty going to two football and It's games. all about, yeah, Taylor that's Swift and Kelsey going about. to football. Yeah. yeah. You don't hear about the stuff that's important. Here no. you have ports of, uh, parts of Louisiana who can't get fresh water because there's salt water intruding up into the Mississippi River. Well, I mean, it's not just so much drinking. I mean, it's bathing. It's all water. It's, it's that's all what I mean. Water. It's bathing yeah. everything. I mean, imagine, you know, not being able to take showers, yeah. do your dishes, you know, whatever. Some of, some of the small towns, the only water they have accessible is bottled water, period. Because wow. the water plants won't turn on. Well, they can't. It'll, it'll destroy, destroy them. Yeah, well, yeah. salt yeah, I was destroy gonna say, the equipment. The, the equipment's not not made to handle the salt water and that includes the equipment in your house right oh yeah it's not made yeah for you run salt water through a hot water heater you know how long that's gonna last yeah yeah it'd be junk. about a week i mean you're yeah. bad enough the way it is wow that's crazy so yeah Feel sorry for those poor people well you just gotta hope it doesn't keep continuing up underneath the mississippi right. river right so that's that's a bad yeah, deal and, and while you're on the mississippi river i was listening to it was another podcast somewhere about they were talking about and you know the flooding and and I never thought about this before, but the Mississippi River n- can no longer carry the volume that it used to care- carry because of the silt and everything else. So, you know, we're complaining that climate change is the reason all these floods and all this that. And, and the guy's like, it's not really that. It's because the river is full of muck and that it's not been cleaned out. And we've done our negative part by damming it and controlling the flow in different places that has made this silt build up worse than it should have yeah. been normally so i'm a firm believer there's climate change you'll never convince me oh, there's but not it, but it's natural i believe most of it's natural climate change if you look at the history of the world period there's been climate change from the dawn of time that's right um i'd like to ask if, the, it, if the climate quits changing we're all in trouble we're all we're all dead i'd yeah. like to find ask ask the, the climate change protest or believe or whatever when they find the mummified gentleman underneath the ice that was there how did he get there that's a good question how did he get there that was that at one time was not ice that was land he was hunting he was right. there and was the, animals there and the woolly mammoth that they dug well they yeah. the, the, the logical answer is it was the ice age but That's he was under the ice. It had to been Correct. It caused well, it. But what caused the ice age? We weren't here. So man didn't cause the ice age. Common. The common theory is it was an asteroid. Yeah, but that caused the ice age. Caused the ice age. Right. Correct. Right. Asteroid had dust plumes. You know, that's that's the theory. Theory. So. But yes, I I understand. I knew that was there. But yeah. there's so there's other things that have been found that are that wouldn't have been found if things wouldn't have changed not not just well, in ice but even i mean we could go deep and things have been found but recently i think we talked about it when ruben was here the last podcast they've zoomed bodies that are older than they thought than right. we thought right. we, there was ever right um homo sapien life on this earth right so that really makes you go wow well in the new lidar radar i think yeah. it is that they can they're doing um, aerial lidar of like continents. Well, that's how they're finding pyramids, right? In this, right, in South, South America, America, South America that no, had no idea they're there in those jungles, right? Those Just jungles because they're using yeah. the new radar system. So what else are they going to find? Exactly. Uh, anyway, that they're, you're going to find that spaceship. That's what it is. That's right. But we never landed on the moon. <laughs> no. Hi, Ruben. Oh, so we got a good comment. Uh, uh, actually. Um, Carrie, you know, he loves commenting and we love hearing from him. So I asked him what his, I don't know if you saw it, I asked him what his thoughts were. So, uh, you know, he he thinks something happened out at Roswell. So we were, we had two things going on at the same time. We had talking about Roswell (laughs) and Area 51, which is the same area, but two different, two different subjects, subjects, actually. And they got intertwined there a little bit, but. Yeah, my biggest thing about Roswell was the people saw it before the military saw it, and their their testimony and their story stayed the same. So, I anyway. don't I don't disagree. Don't disagree. So, I mean, this has been a heck of an episode. Talked about nasal shit that doesn't work. You know, and think about that. 
Well, I forgot. I while you're on that, I, there's another product out there, and if anybody has it and ends up with migraines, it's Flonase. I don't know if I might have talked about this one. I use that daily. Yeah. Okay. Well, I used it for about a week and ended up with such severe migraines. I had to go into a room, turn off all the lights. I'd just sit there, and I mean, during the day, I had to squeeze my head so hard. I'd, I'd fall asleep literally at night, squeezing my head so hard just to try to get to go away and then fall asleep that way and come to find out it was from Flonase and I made a comment or something on an ad that they had posted and they quick con- com- messaged me directly and wanted information and I gave them the information but it's a hidden side effect that even the doctor when I went I went there because I was using Afrin or something that, which is addicting and it's horrible for you um, but the doctor's like, oh, use this instead, and you know, and it's once a day, and you'll be good to go. And I said, well, is there any side effects from this? And oh, no, no, every, millions of people, there's nothing wrong with this at all. Nothing could happen from so it. So you go dig at that 2013 study. That- yeah. <laughs> so any drug you put in your body, oh yeah, there's have- a there's a possibility of a side effect. Everybody's body's different. Oh, it, it's there's a side effect. So Dwayne, have you historically had migraines? No, none, no. never. No, I never. I feel sorry for anyone that gets migraines, and I, I mean, I'll. I I took this for a week, and then and then I was getting these, and then I finally realized I couldn't eat a meal if I snack because I was trying to figure out what the heck this is, you know. And if I if I snacked all day long, I never had a head. I never got a migraine. But if I sat down and had lunch. I'd get a migraine right after lunch. So for like a week, I just quit eating. I'd eat snack all day long. And then I finally, Dodie's like, you know, you you didn't get this until you started taking this Flonix because I didn't associate it to that. And I'm like, oh, crap, you know, that was when it started. I, so, Scott, you said you I've, used it, but yeah, you've never had the migraine I've issue? I've taken it for at least 10 years, and really? I haven't had any trouble. Yeah, uh, I, I can different. tell when I quit using it. Uh, if I run out uh, in two or three days, I'm congested again, so. Well, mine was I know so, it works. I mean, mine was so debilitating. I would, I'd lose two, three hours a day yeah. at lunch until I figured out that a meal caused it to flare up worse. But, you know, uh, I've, and I know you some, believe it or not, I went to, I took the Flonase. We see a kinesiologist. So I called him when I, I did some Googling and found out that there's a ton of people who've lost their sense of smell, their sense of taste, and have severe migraines from Flonase. And it's oh, yeah. not, it's not, advertised and it's i looked on flonase and i couldn't find it hidden anywhere there but anyway i took it to our kinesiologist and told him what was going on and he does the muscle testing with it and i was still i stopped using it but i was still getting migraines and i took a supplement and in three days it was gone and i never had i'll never use it again i know that um but i got it got rid of it for me so i could have a meal again crazy crazy (laughs) what other kind of stuff is bad for you that's out there well any drug that you take <laughs> yeah. there's just a reaction yeah. look on any drug ad on tv and look at the small print at the bottom with this, all the re- reactions one of my gripes um and i think i've talked about it before i'm on trulicity for my diabetes the drug that the base drug trulicity and it's in a bunch of other drugs for diabetes one of the side effects is a good one it makes you lose weight well what's happened is people have decided, and doctors are prescribing yeah. it to lose yeah. weight. Well, what happens? There's a shortage of that drug now. So I've had to wait for the Trulicity for my diabetes because somebody's too yeah. effing lazy to lose weight on their own. They're taking my diabetic drug to lose weight, period. And it's going to drive It'd be different. And so it'd be a difference if it was somebody that was morbidly obese and it was a health issue but that's not what's happening it's being prescribed to everyday people and it's the diet pill of the stars now. yeah diet pill exactly in fact the what award show the guy said oh just just opened the show with everybody looks good looks like you've been taking your it's another brand name for right that drug you know so it's a common thing they're taking that drug to lose weight Instead of having it available to people who have diabetes, who could die from not having it. Well, and it, it just kills me too. And while we're on the subject of that, I went in this last year. I was having breathing issues, but before the breathing issues, I had a severe pain right in the center of my back. I mean, Dodie would just touch it, and it would just set me off. Then I started having breathing issues, and I went to a doctor finally, and oh, you know, never did an X-ray, never nothing. Oh, you got asthma? Here's an inhaler. So I'm like, okay. So I took it, and I'm like, okay, this is it was helping. So I went back. Here's another inhaler, the free ones, you know, to get you to figure out what you need. Okay, this one's the one we think you need now. 
well, here's your prescription for it. Dodie went to fill it. How much do you think, uh, uh, and it comes in a purple round, I don't, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but what do you think one month's prescription for a inhaler for asthma is? What do you think one month? 1200 bucks. You're a little high. 600 You're right in the middle. $812. She calls me from the store, and I still had about a week and a half left. And granted, no one even recognized me telling them this pain in my back started about three weeks a month before the breathing, and I couldn't get it gone. So I told her, she calls me, and I'm like, the insurance is going to cover it. I said, don't get it. Just come home. I'll, let me do some. So I started doing some reading and figured out that where I was having my pain, where your nerve flow is for your lungs, is where I was having my pain. So I started doing some yoga stretching I found online and did that for about three weeks. Haven't needed my haven't needed an inhaler. I haven't had any breathing issues. I can climb stairs. I can do whatever I want. The back pain now is you can touch. It, there's no sensitivity anymore. But it griped me that when I didn't fill the prescription, the doctor called. And uh, they said, how's things going? And I said, well, you know, I'm, everything's doing fine. You know, well, we sent your prescription. Yeah, I said, I know, I know. And so I just, you know, just said that was the end of the thing. And I said, everything's been doing good. Well, then the nurse practitioner doctor, the girl who saw me, and she called up and she said, you know, hey, you know, we see you haven't filled your prescription. How do they know you haven't filled your prescription? Well, they know because the they didn't get their cut. Yep. Well, it's so I computer. said, well, I don't need it. Well, you know, I told you this is going to come come and go. I said, well, I understand. Well, if it comes again, I'll go get it, but it's it expires, so I'm not going to spend $800 on something that I don't need. And I said, and I addressed an issue to you about my back hurting, and since I've gotten my back to stop hurting, my breathing is fine. So no one would pay attention to that. I said I went to an orthopedic. They would they sent me to a pain management center, even though I asked what's causing this pain. No answer. Here's a pain management center. So go take a pill. And then when I said when I came to you with my breathing issue and I said this started a month before the breathing, you just blew it off and said asthma, here's a an inhaler. Well, you're going to need that. I said, well, we'll see. We'll see who's right or wrong. If I need it, hey, I need it. But right now, as long as I do my stretches regularly, I keep the pain away and I keep my breathing fine and, and I'll keep my $900, you know. And I'm still the freak show when I do go to a doctor and they go, what prescription are you on? And I say, well, I take an Advil now and then, which maybe I won't take that anymore. I don't know. Maybe that don't work. But I said, I take an Advil now and then. They're like, well, you're not on any prescriptions? No, I'm 57 years old. And prescription free still so i'm going to try to keep it that way yeah i'm with you i don't i don't take anything so i mean what you know, I, again why do why are advil, we the oddball advil and leave for those aches and pains when when i have them but in a little about, minor case if it gets too oh, bad yeah there you go. well if my pan, if <laughs> my it. pancreas would work correctly that's all i would be doing as well but right well i mean and that's fine if you got to have it but yeah. you're looked at like you're a freak you know right. if you're not i mean they they, they question you in almost I mean, almost insult you if if you're not on some sort of right. pill. At and our, I mean, at our age, you know, you should be on five, three or four. Yeah, anyway. at least. Well, you know, I've got a I've got a <clears throat> a retired pharmacist friend, and he just like you don't want to take any of that stuff unless you absolutely have to. Just stay away from it. You know, and we I think we talked about in a couple episodes ago about even like these statins and stuff like that right when they look at length of life i mean they're they're basically it's like people, you know what people what, what, what was i it? looked it up what you? you know what the what your if you're ta- if you if they put you on a statin at around our age you know what your average life expectancy gain is taking a statin the rest of your life what do you not, think not long <laughs> what do you think your average gain is Couple years, yeah, a couple years. It's less than a year. I, I'm allergic to statins. I've tried all of them. I, uh, doctor prescribed to me, and I had all kinds of pain. Right. Back yeah, pain, I had the same pain. problem. They tried to give them to me, oh, and I had I had to try every one of them uh, before right. I could get onto this injectable. That yeah, so this other type of yeah, I had a friend that had the same problem. He couldn't he couldn't do them. Because but I mean, he it, hurt too bad. But yeah. they don't tell you that. They basically say, oh, you're gonna you're, you're gonna die if you don't take this. But when you start doing the research on it, there's I mean, you weigh out the result. There's not a big net gain. I mean, if it's of 15 years, well, okay, now we're looking. But you know, send out list. I mean, so yeah, again, I'm I'm blessed because I don't. I've never had blood pressure problems. Right. I've never had, and you know, to see me, you would think I'd be at least like some kind of diabetic. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you're a big guy. I've never had sugar problems. Um, 
cholesterol was suggested. I, you know, I had what was what they say: your overall cholesterol is high or is good. Your overall my, your overall cholesterol is good, but your ratio is not good. Well, that's really a lack of exercise, which I get. But so I had one doctor that was he was like, well, he said I, I'm going to put you on a statin. I said, no, I don't think so. You know, that's been 20 years ago. You know, and I'd have been on 20 years worth 20 of years until now. Yeah. Otherwise, right? So they wanted to put me on a statin, and right away, I mean, I could hardly move. My, my joints hurt so bad. So I switched doctors, and I'm like, here, instead of that, I said, uh, fish oil, but the the prescription strength, which is, since the fish oil and omega 3 you get off the shelf really doesn't do enough to affect your levels. The prescription grade, which is what I've got, that'll take care of you. And that dropped my numbers right down to where it should be. Not a drug. Fish oil took care of my problem. Well, I've had a ma- – my wife and I had a major change. I know Jeff and Robin are doing it too. I had a major change of uh, – we call way of eating. So I've lost 40, 40 pounds roughly since May. And I'm curious now because it's a NSNG, no sugar, no grain – so I'm curious. I last fall I went to the doctor, and that's when she was like, "Oh, you know, you're borderline going to need a statin." And the first thing I went home was statin side effects, statin this, yeah, and I yeah. started doing my own research. And I got back, and I'm as soon as I was done, I'm like, "Nah, it ain't happening." Yeah. Well, then I've been doing reading on, and I don't know enough yet, so I'm not going to get it. But the cholesterol, the test they give you at the doctor that is part of your health screening isn't what you need to know what your real cholesterol is you have to pay for it i mean she because she told me that well you know before we do anything if you want to you know you can pay for this extra test and then it breaks down what's good and bad but if i wouldn't have questioned her at all then she would have been had me on a yeah see i'm day. a firm believer mary got me going to um what's the name of the doctor endocrinologist so 21 different blood tests before you ever go in and uh, right and it's amazing you know, you got a, a, couple, a couple of the crazy things. I had a copper deficiency. I'm like, what the heck's copper do? Well, believe it or not, that's an energy thing. Right. So uh, do a copper. I do do some supplements. I do a copper supplement. Uh, there's another supplement. But it was amazing. Things regular doctor would never even look for that stuff. No. Well, well, and. No, they react to a symptom. We've got this product for that symptom. Here's your prescription. And then, you know, you're you're down the road right right and, yep. and again people don't have time again it's just like this study that i was referencing here it wasn't like that study just became gettable once this uh news came out um you know that they were suggesting taking this stuff off the shelf that study was out there but you got to be somebody to get i mean right. i went in and you gotta be somebody search. in the know yeah and you got to be willing to go in and search that stuff and you've done a little bit of that on stuff for yours but I mean, I all I can say is is if you're being prescribed something or you're taking some medications, I'd take some time and do some research on yeah. the internet. It's out there. It's just right. You know, unless it's somebody that really gives a crap, they're not going to bring it to the surface. No. Okay. And so I guess this uh, I've been working on a sponsorship deal with Bear. I guess that's going <laughs> to fall through after this one. Throw that one out. <laughs> But yeah, and even even if you're taking supplements, you got to be cautious there because we see this. We see a kinesiologist, and I go to him if I got a pain. I go to him before I go to a doctor. But um, I've taken different supplements, and now I kind of know if right. something's happening. I know I start taking something before I go back to see him, and and I'll tell him, hey, I think it's going to be this and this, and he'll be like, yep, you're right, you know, and how he does the testing. But um, there was a time there was some one supplement he had given me and after like a week i just started feeling i mean i knew a difference and he said he goes you're going to learn your body and you're going to know if something's wrong and i just started taking it after about a week i was like ah something ain't right and i started looking i'm like well i added this this was something i've never taken before so i just stopped and everything cleared up and when i went back and told him and i did some search on my own and it one of it it, i mean it does have side effects but it's not near as right everybody's body reacts differently to everything you put in it period right i mean the fact of the matter is when we're drinking alcohol we're poisoning our body oh yeah that's alcohol is a poison and when we're we're loopy well that's the poison that's a side effect right so i mean everything you put in your body your body reacts to in one way or another good or bad yeah good or bad so and one thing they don't test that much is 
okay, say you take five medications. How does this one work with this? Exactly. One you take right. That? And you're ver- 20 years old versus 70 year old. Right. 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 You know, they they don't do that in depth studies. My mother was was taking care of her sister was very ill at the time, so she would sit with her at night and. There was nights my mom would forget to give her her medicine, and she said those were the best nights. She said we'd sit and talk, we'd play cards, you know, and you know, all she felt better just you know because wasn't you know pilled up. But then as soon as as soon as she complained, they'd rush to a doctor and get another pill, and it's like yep, yeah, just those stories are all over. All right, so I'm gonna have to work on a different pharmaceutical for sponsorship now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but this was some great information. We went from pharmaceuticals to salt water in the Mississippi yeah, just, River. Just to be back clear, to back to farm. Yeah, and just to be clear, none of us are medical professionals, but I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last week. There you go. <laughs> so for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, My Gardener, Scotty Bourbon. And we forgot to mention them. Table 12, that's why we forgot to mention them. There they are. We'll see y'all next time. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA. The best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA. You can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store, or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524 with all the guys, whether we're at the Rust and Nail Speakeasy or out on the road. You know we always have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crossthline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter and Cross the Line 15 slash 24 on Facebook.